Hello and welcome to Naturally Smart People. So what do you get when you cross a percussionist with an inventor and a visionary? Well, you get today's programme. My name is Suda and uh, I am a professional musician and also the founder of Shake Your Power, uh, which I'll talk about more about in a minute. I'm currently in Texas, sunny Texas actually, it's, it's really hot out there this morning, um, to collaborate with Lamar University, they're over in Beaumont in Texas, um, and they're helping us with a bit of marketing and a bit of product development for our next product. So I'm going to give you a bit of background on Shake Your Power. Um, so as I said, I'm a professional musician. I've been playing professionally for 20 years with the likes of Faithless, a UK electronic band, very well known uh, in those parts, certainly not out here, but you know, multi-million selling, the Spice Girls, Dido, Kylie, to name a few. And I've been very privileged and humbled to play on some of the world's biggest stages and it was whilst I was performing on those stages that I would firstly wonder whether the energy that I was putting into all of my playing as a percussionist uh, whether that could be harnessed and used and whether the power of the crowd could be used and uh, put for something even more good than than crowds coming together, having a great time, listening to great music. So um, that inspiration led me to develop, to develop a product called Spark. And Spark is based around uh, a maraca. It's a percussion instrument that uses the kinetic energy from playing it and converts that into electricity for light. Um, and the idea with that is that we're distributing that out into off-grid areas in the developing world, like um, currently India and Africa. Have you always had an interest in enterprise and technology? Um, I have. I have had interest in tech. It's become more apparent the older I've got, and I think partly that's maybe due to genes. My dad was a mechanical engineer, and um, perhaps I shied away from that when I was younger, but certainly it's something I'm more interested in now. But the world of entrepreneurship, I mean, God, you know, rewind five years ago, and I would never have dreamt that I'd be sitting here in Texas doing what I'm doing. And I think it's been a very organic, natural progression, you know, this kind of inquiry into whether this energy could be used for anything else. Also, um, from a Buddhist perspective, you know, that's something for me as a practice that has grown as well, you know, the older that I've got. So, um, you know, wanting to, to, to see whether this could be put for social good has, has become stronger. Um, and I think, as that mission has become more focused uh, and the realisation that, oh, actually, oh, maybe we could do this. And obviously, as the network has grown as well, knowing what the need is really out in the developing world, rather than basing it on a number of assumptions, which is what um, happened at, at the outset of the journey. You know, it's become this kind of widening web of interconnectedness, um, energy-wise, um, you know, community-wise, and, uh, you know, certainly working out where where we really need to do that work. So that's what has led us on to doing um, an educational kit version of Spark. And that's really where 
um, we saw that the biggest impact would be that quite simply out in these areas that we're, we're distributing spark, you know, there's lots of very cheap solar lighting that, that's very, very effective. And the main differentiator was that people were a asking, you know, obviously around the music element of, of what, what spark is, but also um, how does it work? You know, what, how can I make it? You know, and, and I think, you know, really the beauty is in us having stripped back all that high tech stuff that we started with, you know, and we're really trying to create this um, device that would charge a mobile phone and all of these things. And it's a great product. But at the end of the day, what's more impactful? Well, it's about young people knowing how to become entrepreneurs, how to connect the dots between putting two such things together as music and clean energy. And, and that's purely where the innovation lies. What What we've done is is just connect dots that for me from my background seemed actually quite obvious and simple and that's really the power I think that's where the power lies for us is in saying to young people look you too can connect the dots with things that you're passionate about you too can learn the very simple simplistic technology that goes into what we've done and um, basically what can you do what can you do to take the world forward and, and solve real world problems you know you've invented a way that people can connect around technology social music creativity balance patterns it's it's you can almost see that product just pulsing in that environment you know if i was reading something from john o'brien's book earlier but um in that i think john gibbons an irish journalist and environmentalist and uh, he has this lovely thing he says that but I, I wrote it down he says like it or not we're in the era of consequences neither ignorance nor cynicism is a defense for those for those of us who have the facts doing nothing with them is no longer an op- uh, no longer an option you know i mean you embody that idea that you, you have the facts you have the opportunity and you do something and, I, and i'm also intrigued by the fact that one thing leads to another so you initiate something and then suddenly the, a network emerges wasn't there wasn't there ready to plug into in a sense but because it's pushed into the space I know something seems to happen. I mean, what do you think about that? Is it so? Is it is it physical? Is it just a spiritual connection that people have that that they tune into? Is it a need that we're just not feeding at the moment appropriately, and people are looking for this I think stuff? It's physical and metaphysical. You know, I think I think this connection is definitely there. Um, one of one of the um, pivotal points in my personal journey with all of this was going on a retreat in Thailand, a 10 day silent retreat. And it was really there. Cause I was thinking, Oh gosh, you know, I want some time out from music. I had this idea. Um, but how can I use this story? You know, how can I use this story from this career that I've had and connect it to, to what I was so kind of, um, feeling out on that retreat was this interconnectedness of things, you know? And so, um, what has turned into a very physical product is really based around what already exists and and this network as you as you so well know you know this network of uh, of that weaves itself through nature and you know through through the the channels underneath the ground you know it's a, it's it's um i suppose one can tap into that on whatever level you like but it exists 
you know, and you can take it or leave it. But I think for myself on a day to day, you know, it's very easy to forget that. But I think that's what lies at the core of of, of what. Yeah, I think a lot of entrepreneurial people do that. You know, you see that in the way that they are open to the possibility of connection almost all the time. They're always sort of, it, it, it reminds me of, um, it sounds completely bonkers, but it reminds me of um, stick insects. You know, when you walk into a room and if you, I don't know if you've ever kept stick insects, but they don't because they escape and then they're everywhere all over your house really quickly. But, but these, the, if you go into a room and you've got stick insects, they sort of have these little antennae and they suddenly fling these antennae up. So they're always like tuning into the environment around them. And I think there's something you're on about that seems to be sort of not to say that you're anything remotely like a stick insect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been for my run, so maybe, maybe I'm more possibly like comment. <laughs> But do you know what I mean? It's like you, 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 you I don't know. Okay, so let me rewind a bit into the sort of history of you as a person. Do you, as a musician, and because of the sort of work you do as a percussionist, do you think the responsiveness to situations comes because of the training as a, in that role? Do you think that helps? Oh, yeah. Because you're listening. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and there's a very kind of intuitive way of being. Yeah. You know, and it's and, and absolutely it's about really being, it's, a, it's like the stick insect um, analogy, you know. It's about tuning in, quite literally, into what's yeah. going on. And also being able to to move um, really quickly as well, just to check, chop and change and to pause and to listen and to, you know, as a percussionist, it, it's... Um, the skill is is often about knowing when not to play as to when to play you know it's about hearing the silences within the music and knowing how to to punctuate those silences so um absolutely that being a musician has has really allowed that and of course now tapping into education you know and and with the spark educational kit um the feedback that that i'm getting personally is you know the the all important arts in in stem you know the the importance of really um multidisciplinary approaches and and coming in from a totally different background into the educational world it's um it's certainly um providing some freshness um i feel for, you know in, in terms mm. of that's interesting. Okay, do you do you find then? Sorry, did, I just wanted to follow that immediately because otherwise I forget. As somebody who's not come from an education background, coming into education, where are the enabling elements of what's going on in education, and where are the impediments? I would say that there are too many structures, um, certainly within the, the UK educational system. But uh, you know, being out here in the states, we're getting a similar feedback. You know, here in Texas. You've got teaks, so it's all, all, you know, obviously those curriculum criteria that everything has to adhere to. Um, although I'm quite um, uh, happy to hear how, how green they are out here within schools, which is, uh, you know, obviously with, with, with all the oil fields around, it's, it, it's, it's really um, refreshing to see. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would say just that, that linear thinking of, of 
teacher training. Uh, I'm not sure how it is now, and certainly, you know, I'm I'm no expert to comment in it. But just just you know, with eyes from the outside, it's amazing how many people are are shocked at, at this approach of bringing the arts into sciences. I mean, it's something that is so natural and organic. Uh, you mm. know, just uh, as I've said, from having come from my background, so. It's almost like it's a science within itself and it's become, you know, steam and it's this thing and it's and it means X, Y and Z and there are all these outcomes that need to go with it. And I don't know, it's just it's interesting because quite plainly it just is what it is and it it's a no brainer to me, you know. So I think um, as with any discipline, I think there are there are disciplines that that restrain um, and, mm. I, and I would uh, certainly be um an advocate of the more liberal approach you know obviously the Sir Ken Robinsons of this world and you know I think the yeah the 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 message is in the name of the brand almost isn't it shake your power you can't you can't help but get away from the fact you're never going to be confined into one way of doing something that's right I'll tell you what you know the, the very fact it's shake and isn't fix your power you know, you're immediately wobbling. You're immediately moving about, and, exactly. and you can't be confined. You know, yes. and then, I love that. It's a great name because, in a sense, it's sort of, it's a very much about a, a personal but also collective thing. You know, that combination that that the project in, envelops almost in its in its energy. Yeah, and, and that's right. You can you can read it in so many ways. I mean, it was quite literally around shaking your power. So that's what you're doing with the product, but also yeah. invigor empowerment ultimately. And and the name Spark, you know, the 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 idea came from um, two Flintstones being rubbed together, creating the first electricity, creating the first spark, and that's why the shape of the original Spark is is like a Flintstone. Um, but also it is about finding your internal spark. It's about really about, you know, that again, that empowerment. So, yeah, it works on many levels, really. There's something about energy, Suda, that, that also intrigues me in what you do. Um, I don't quite know what the question is I need to ask you about energy, but... It, it, it is a direct connection with the natural systems you know that this that we can't function without solar energy we can't function without light but we also have that inner light if you like to be able to make it work and it therefore becomes life enhancing do you know what i mean there's something in that um creative and creative process that taps very powerfully into energy mm. that, that I think your project for me certainly sort of it make, is what makes it so inspiring um I don't know quite whether that's a question or just an observation really but yeah I, 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 think, I think taking that back into you know the way that music connects with it as well you know the fact that the very mm. rawness and the and the the initial inspiration came from from people energy, you know, from the connection between us all, you know, there's, I don't know whether you've been to a Faithless show, but, you know, there'd be literally 100,000... I'm too old. <laughs> I'm not that far <laughs> off you, actually, but I've been to a lot myself. But, um, you know, everybody's stamping together in time to the same beat and to the same music. And there's, the, you know, the, the 
a story that I often tell about um, one gig where the crowd stamped their feet together so hard in time that they caused an earthquake, you know, and the power and the energy in that, I mean, it, it still blows my mind. And, you know, just to, yeah, to, to, to think about that energy being put to something else and to, um, you know, as a foundation being used to inspire young people within education, to help lives within the developing world, um, purely from coming from music, you know, the energy of music. I think there's something uh, yeah. very celebratory about that. That's the spark. Yeah, to me, to me, that's the spark because those people jumped up and down and created an earthquake, but they may not have known that. So what spark, in a sense, represents is that point at which you put your finger in and something then happens because it's conscious. You know, yes. It's deliberate, intentional. It's attending to that energy in a different sort of way. Absolutely, yeah. That, that, that's really fun, yeah. Tell me a little bit about the, the new project. So the, the, new, the, the new project, it's called Solar MC, and uh, it's been taken directly from the work that we've been doing with Spark over the last three years and knowing just how how important mobile phone charges out in these areas that we've been working in. And um, again, tying in the music element uh, for us is all important because that's where, where it all began. So what we're developing is a, a build-your-own solar mobile phone charger um, and what we've just been weighing up is is how it's an educational product, but is how um, basic do we make it, or how finished do we make it? And I think what we're going to do is literally have some clipped together parts, um, explanations around around each module and how they fit together. And basically, it's very easy to put in your pocket with your solar panel at the back, um, and that is attached to a, a music speaker. So uh, the user will end up cutting out their own template, creating their speaker, attaching the phone onto it. So then you can learn about amplitude by um, changing the angle of, of, of the speaker, etc. So the idea then is that um, students can learn about, or not even students, anyone really can learn about um, the, the, basic elect, uh, the basic circuits that go into a mobile phone charger. Then you can put it together, use it as an effective tool out in refugee camps, for example, or even just at home when you're going camping. But also then you widen that out into the ability to listen to music. And that, that's where, um, you know, the benefit of that com comes in, in, in particularly refugee camps. Um, widen that out even further and you've got uh, music apps like Apple's Garage Band, which allows you to create your own music. <clears throat> and you get kind of this lovely widening of impact. Um, one of the things that we'd really like to do in, in refugee camps is to create music challenges. So, you know, the best tunes come out of the camp, you know, we create an album, etc. I've been talking to this very famous artist called Octopizo in Kenya. He's from Kakuma mm -hmm. Refugee Camp, and he now works with the UN for the Artists for Refugees programme. So um, it's World Refugee Day on June the 20th, so we're going to try and get some of our Spark educational kits and some prototypes for the Solar MC out into the camps and just to just to go and have a play, you know, to see the response, to, to get people excited. And, you know, the feedback we've had from there is that, my God, 
do they need mobile phone charge out there? And a lot of musicians mm. out there literally, they might not use a, um, a particular program, but they're recording the lyrics and they're, you know, just basically that's the way they're creating out there. So um, mm. that's that's really what, what we're tapped into at the moment is is the solar MC. And it's another part of that connectivity as well, I guess, because whatever comes out of that can come into the wider network of people in the in your community and that's right hooking into into others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to take it to the um, Greenheart Warrior Camp. Oh yeah, for sure. As well. <laughs> yeah, it should. I think it'll be October in Hong Kong, the first one. Brilliant, I'm there. <laughs> so I'll keep you to that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, do. It's on record now, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, look, thank you. Uh, I think I've taken up enough of your morning in Texas, so I'm going to sign off at this point. But thank you so much, Sidda, for the lovely insights into the work you're doing and also just the inspiration behind that and to get some understanding of where it's come from and also where it's going. So... Well, thank you to Suda for taking part in today's programme. Thank you for listening. This is a Foundation Press programme released in 2017. Um, if you like the programme, it's under Creative Commons, so pass it on to your friends and family. Get in touch with us via the website www.foundation.rocks or through our blog site which is schoolofsustainability.com. I'm Paul Clark. Until next time, stay naturally smart. Thank you.